0: Happy Saturday, Lurkers! Are you ready to start, stop, preview, and review? Because this week, MW3, a little ASMR, the Marvels, and our review of Loki Season 2.
1: I guess I shouldn't have put that down payment on a Cybertruck. So let's lurk! Willie, let's start with things that we started, but necessarily haven't finished yet. Now, on this list you've got Modern Warfare 3, I've got Blue-Eyed Samurai, a video game Netflix series. We talked about this in a previous episode already, you said you weren't really excited because they weren't giving you anything new, despite the fact that you were giving them more money. How is
0: it going? I've only gotten about two hours into the campaign, and some people have said that it's about a three-hour campaign. Dude, I'm having fun. One of my favorite things to do in a lot of these type of shooter campaigns Mm -hmm. is go stealthy and take my time and really try to perfect it. This game allows you to go in to – it's not a, a linear map. You're not just like following hallways or going up and down. What the second level Scott you parachute in like it's war zone and you land wherever you land and then you've got zones that you need to complete where you got to like go find something or kill people or or get a key card and so like it's way more like choose your own adventure you can go loud and proud or you can go stealthy and discreet I'm going to invest some time in this campaign it sounds like you're having fun. I didn't have a lot of time to play
1: any video games recently, but I did have time to watch a new series that popped up on my Netflix queue, animated feature called Blue-Eyed Samurai. Anime on Netflix, as everybody knows, has had its problems, but this isn't live action. This is just a story about Japan closing off its borders in 1633, completely closed off their borders. Nobody could be on the island unless they were Japanese. Otherwise, they were basically considered monsters. Is this a real thing that happened? It's based on a story, whether it's true, but it is a story of revenge. It's about an orphan who has grown up and become the samurai and is seeking the people who harmed him when he was a child. It's pretty good. Like first episode, solid I, I watched it with the sound off because my ears weren't good. I'll have to, when I'm having a good day, tell you about the soundtrack and stuff, but you
0: should check it out. Oh, uh, it's definitely something that I'm going to do. But there are some things that we should just stop doing.
1: One thing I would like to see stop completely is, <laughs> well, first of all, like being beholden to TikTok, like breaking the chains that it has wrapped around me, like Marley and Marley. Uh, You'll never win. You'll never win. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, there was this video from this guy and it was titled 30 year old trying to figure out what's going on on TikTok. And he's just scrolling and it's the people who are in the lives. And it's usually women, young women. And they're dressed up in costumes of some sort, mostly cat ears. Contact lenses, a lot of makeup, and they're surrounded
0: uh, by v- like plushies and video game posters. Can we clarify? And anime. <laughs> the makeup is more anime-based makeup. It's not just like you got a full face like you're going out to dinner.
1: Oh, okay, yeah. I mean, like they're they're in costume. They're dressed up as a character. They're sitting in their white leather gaming chair, but they're not just talking to people. No, they're just repeating a phrase
0: over. And over and over. I don't get it. It's the most infuriating trend. And maybe, maybe we've just become the old men in the room looking at at what the kids are doing going, what the fuck?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I feel so bad if my dad ever looked at me in the same way that I am looking at these kids because they are. I don't know how to interpret this. I need somebody who's like Sherlock Holmes to figure out what is going on. What kind of code are they speaking in? Is this is this how China's
0: winning? Well, are they okay. just having I, these people? I know kind of where this showed up. I, I know a little you know bit the of or- the start. Just, Scott, these people are trying to act like NPCs. What? There's this whole thing that started because of TikTok. Like, are you the main character? Okay. And so, like, you'll see videos of people, like, they're a main character. Look at them go. Or you're just an NPC. You're just somebody who does generic things over and over and over again. And it's turned in to these weird lives where people will just go, Mm, num, 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 mm, num, num, num. Mm, num, 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 <laughs> num. Wow, wow. <laughs> it's just surreal and weird.
1: It is the wildest art form that I have seen in a long time. I feel uncomfortable. I don't know what that makes me. I don't know if that makes me an NPC or a main,
0: but I, I, don't, I don't want to see it anymore. I, I don't, I'm, I'm scared. I think you just haven't found your kink. Like meow daddy, meow daddy, meow daddy. <laughs> I do know one thing.
1: After many <laughs> many attempts a lot of trial and error i'm not into cat people what the fuck <laughs> ears don't do it for me it's just not my thing you've Good tried for huh? you i'm proud of you but but uh i had to
0: pause on that one <laughs> <laughs> i don't know how to transition this other than i think the internet's taken a pause On this next preview. I went and saw the Marvels. I went and saw it on opening night. And I've got. Just my initial thoughts. But before I go into those details. Have you heard. Of all the stuff that's happening around this film. I've been trying to stay. Low profile on
1: it because I don't like spoilers. Unlike somebody that I host. The show with. I know. My wife. (laughs) I know what the story's about. I have seen all of the individual shows and movies leading up to it. I'm excited for it, especially because it's coming in at a very short run time of an hour and 45 it's like minutes. an hour and a half, something like that. It's like
0: the short... It's the sh- it is the shortest MCU film.
1: And I think all of the actors, the three mains, are phenomenal. So... Tell me why I'm not going to
0: like this. (laughs) This movie is getting just demolished everywhere. Really? People do not. It is the lowest grossing opening weekend for a Marvel film ever. I think that was to be expected. I think they definitely knew
1: that the time of year that it was opening and based on the fact that. Not everybody has Disney Plus.
0: There's um, a Screen Actors Guild strike too. So like you they couldn't didn't have get time to promote.
1: Yeah. But we all know why, probably sadly, women. <laughs> it's actually it. the opposite. Honest... It's men. It is
0: <laughs> It's us. Getting... We're the problem.
1: Yeah. Are the outfits not skimpy enough? I mean, uh, like, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. Oh, okay. No, we'll, okay. We'll we will get <laughs> eventually. There. We'll get there. Okay. When I watch the movie, I'll we'll do a official review, but the preview is not great. I'll be the judge of that when I go see it.
0: Soon. This movie is interesting. It is better than Eternals naturally (laughs) and I think it is better than the first Marvel's Captain Marvel
1: oh that's good that builds on it It, it's hard to do a sequel
0: yeah and make it better there there's a lot of people who are giving this terrible Uh, our friend of the show Victor left this and goes worst Marvel movie they've ever made wow and we might have him on for our actual review him and Paul want Vic, to return. Don't hold back. Let us know. But they did some character building, some world building in this movie that I think was amazing. There's a lot of things that I hate. Things are too easy. Okay. I'm trying to be as vague because Scott likes zero spoilers. So yeah, things are just a little too easy, too convenient. I think I didn't like the acting out of the main villain. Uh uh, Zowie Ashton.
1: Hard to be a main villain who's not, uh, you know, like her predecessor. I think it's right. teased. Yep. So, uh, yeah, it that's a tough spot to be billed as.
0: Okay. Aman Valani as Kamala Khan. Mm-hmm. She holds this movie. She does an amazing show? job. Did you watch the show? I got halfway through and I hated it. Her character Ugh. here is so lovable and like, it, oh man, she like she commands the screen when she's on it. That's that's her in the whole show. You got to go back mm-hmm. and finish it.
1: Uh makes me so mad to hear you say that you haven't finished it yet. Just, uh, how do she's I? She's probably this? She, she's probably the most dedicated Marvel fan next to Kevin in the universe. Interesting. Even more than Mm -hmm. Tom Holland. She's got the comics down she's got the movies down she's got theories down she was trying to like talk to kevin after she got hired be like oh we're definitely in this earth realm there's no way that we're in 616 like it's definitely like 8000 based on this this and this and he's kevin's got to be like well no actually we're in 616 she's like ah no 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 see this is why (laughs) she's like pointing out all of the plot
0: holes and stuff and why they're wrong it's hilarious there are Two things that I want. We're going to pull this part of the show. When we do our review, there's two things that I want to bring up that I can't. One of them is the mid credit. There's no end credit. One of them is related to that. It's also based on that. You'll see. All right. (laughs) Now, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Brie Larson. Giat. Right? Is that how you you say it?
1: (laughs) I don't know. I'm I'm old and scared of cat people. Like I
0: don't know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i was i was watching a t- I was watching a tiktok today and this girl uh mm. was like careful as a lesbian i got out of this mm. film and i was bricked up <laughs> her words not mine
1: <laughs> uh she's giving Dude. lessons in chemistry while in the marvels is what you're saying <laughs> yowza she's very symmetrical we know this. We know this. I, but I you think don't think for... also pretty? Me? No. Oh. I mean, oh. at least that is compared to Brie Larson. True. Let's be honest. <laughs> 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 Even though you have the same haircut from the first movie.
0: Thanks, Daddy. My wife likes it.
1: <laughs> right, honey? Our, f- our friend, friend of the show, hopefully, maybe one day, Tom Hiddleston. Willie, we have come to the end of our show which means we are going to review the entirety of loki season two so for those who have not finished it yet it's a good time to pause the show because there will be spoilers abound i I, there's no way to
0: talk about this show without spoilers in my mind
1: agree 100 percent. for those who have stayed with us thank you we're trying a new format we're gonna go and give our thumbs up thumbs down on several categories, seven. So let's begin. Loki, season two. Second part of a chapter, according to the showrunners. The end of a book of a story. We're it's gonna start hard to on... know. But we know for one thing, it has a plot and it has a storyline. So number one, Willie, what did you think of that?
0: There's so much that Loki did. as I'm watching this, I'm like, okay what's the what's the the limit of his powers i loved this story i think the story that they they told was of heartbreak and misdirection and and honestly like i never expected the final episode to show up the way that it did mm-hmm. i give the plot and the storyline a thumbs up i
1: don't like that they split this up because Season two, chapter two, whatever they're calling it, is very heavy on action and closing loops, introducing new things and somehow not feeling rushed, but also Mm -hmm. jumping around so much that you forget what you were even watching in the previous episode. (laughs) The first four episodes kind of just okay. Felt like season one. The last two episodes, though, were a movie within itself. I'm giving it a thumbs up, but if I could give it a
0: middle thumb, I would. And with that, we need to move on to the Fist of Resistance. The characters. Loki, this is
1: not an arc of a, a six-episode season. This is this is not the character arc of somebody who's been in a TV show for 12 episodes? No. This is a 14-year ride with this Loki character. If you don't remember him from when he was first introduced in the Avengers? Correct. The main villain in the Avengers. Main villain in the Avengers. To where he got to in the very final episode of this series, you're going to kind of be left in the dark. But, oh
0: my gosh, did he make a comeback. It, it like it, he does he does things that the character needed that you wouldn't have expected. And I oh man, there was a there was a moment in this show that I I this is going to merge character and plot together a little bit. But the moment where it said one century later, yeah. All I thought was Avengers Endgame. It to me in this moment I'm I'm like on my couch and to know what Loki had just gone through to accomplish what he's setting out to accomplish is more than just about any other character. You might you might argue that it, it like is the same or rivals that of uh, what's his face, Doctor Strange.
1: Oh sure, yeah, Dormammu, but I've I, come to
0: bargain. But that he's not living it in the same timeline. Loki just lived that many centuries to learn physics. All of science. All of it? Yeah. <laughs> and not just, like, physics in general,
1: ta- how to create and control time. The same way that He Who Remains, a.k.a. Kang, did. I felt less into Lady Loki, a.k.a. Sylvie. She kind of got pushed to the wayside, as did... B fifteen,
0: as did Ravona. Kihi Kwan, dude, he was so charismatic. I loved him on screen for the small amount that he was in this
1: show. I mean, he he was in at least every single episode, but not a lot. He carried a lot of weight and has spawned a bunch of uh, conspiracy theories on to what he could be down the line in future mm-hmm. movies. Owen Wilson, Uh, not as prominent in this series, but but I think his story had a great ending. Yeah, yeah.
0: And can we talk about swear word? Shit, (laughs) a lot of shit.
1: What the shit are you doing?
0: (laughs) (laughs) We got to talk about Jonathan Majors. There's a lot of controversy around "He Who Remains," and if he will, but he's playing (laughs) ironic. He's playing two characters in this. He's reprising mm-hmm. he who remains and he's playing Victor, Victor timely. timely yeah what do you think about his performance?
1: <sighs> I mean I have to have to acknowledge that he's still in litigation court, he's still in the litigation yes yes uh, thank you but I love his performance as an actor I do mm-hmm. I think he's great he's got commanding presence I lost it. Like, I was so happy when they did the callback and he was just like, what are you doing? Like, I'm good at this. You're not good at this. Is this the first time we're having the conversation? Is this not the first time? Like, they went back and did a throwback to season one, the series finale. Like, it was so cool. I was so happy that that connected everything and set Loki on his final path. I really just wish that he wasn't embroiled in
0: all this controversy. Mm -hmm. And if he is, well... I mean, he's got to go. But as far as this performance goes, just looking at the set of characters, I'm going to give it a thumbs up. Characters for this show, definite thumbs up.
1: Now, cinematography and visuals. Season one left a lot, not to be desired, but to like shoes to fill kind of scenario. Mm-hmm. When they're on the, uh, the the plane, the astral plane with that big, huge dog dragon thing. That Loki's trying to fight. And the old Loki goes out there like, I thought that was so cool. Worthy of the big screen. The final shot or like one of the final shots where Loki takes over the loom and starts rebuilding all of the multiverses, all the timelines. I had no idea what they were going, but when he turned it into, and I'm going to murder this word, Yggstrasil. Yggstrasil? What was he doing? I saw that it was Nor- a tree, but what do you mean? Norse mythology. If you go back to like the Thor realms in the Thor movies, all of the realms, the way they exist, the Earth realm, where Thor lives, where the ice giants live, where the other giants live, they're part of the world tree.
0: Yggdrasil.
1: Dr- Leon Dreisaitl. Brazil. Y- yep.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, it's an important feature of Norse myth- mythology. Uh, it is the North tre- Norse Tree of Life encompassing mm-hmm. all nine worlds that are a part of the ancient Norse view of the cosmos.
1: Loki allowed the loom to explode and die and whatever. And then he literally built it by hand back into the Loki-verse, but as the world tree. That's what that final shot was. And I swear if I wasn't on my lunch... I probably would have got up and, like, ran around saying, like, oh, my God. Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was so cool. It was stunning. The last two episodes, even even just, like, they created a new visual thing for, like, how the universe was dissolving away. Spaghettification. This, this isn't, like, when you go and watch... Any of the other Marvel shows that you look at the CG and you're like, oh, God, She-Hulk. God, it could be so much better. (laughs) And then you see this movie, and I think it is visually top-tier visuals in any one of the shows. And it rivals, I think, many of the early movies. I've said this to many people I work with.
1: It's not a show. It is is a six-hour movie. That they cut up into pieces. It's really a 12 hour movie. If you put it all together. And Mm -hmm. yeah gorgeous. I can't give it. I can give it two thumbs up.
0: That's what I'm giving it. Something Scott that you can't really enjoy. Is the music. The soundtrack. It's so good. It gets it right. (laughs) We're starting this like category thing. In a way that's like. Clearly it's going to be like knock it out of the park. I love that like. When they went into the past, the soundtrack they took like somebody was playing a tuba, and it was the the, the Loki theme.
1: Oh, and it was
0: so it was like oh, it, I mean it matches it matches the environment the timeline. They're getting on the Ferris wheel, and you hear the like the right through like a tuba. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <clears throat> That's hilarious. Cues like that would get a thumbs up from me. Directing and editing is something that I think for this show was so good that I didn't even notice it. I didn't have a lot of notes about where they cut things off other than when the, when the episodes ended, I was like, God dang it! I want more! I don't think they could have made it, I don't know, cut any better or stretch out any longer. Like, it was it was Perfect in my mind obviously yes i would i would want more of this universe i would want more of the stories and fleshing out but if it was always intended to be this way i think they accompli- accomplished a lot with the time that they had given and for this specific story it makes
0: sense okay this is going to be my first thumbs down ooh there's plenty of of direction and acting like if you take out the people who have now masterfully kind of fallen into their role of Loki and Mobius, Sylvie. The acting is phenomenal. But there is some editing that just really left me wanting. The whole storyline with Renslayer and uh, the time, the, the Miss Minutes. Oh, sure. I just want you to remember the episode when Mobius and Loki show up in Chicago.
1: Yes. And how Quick, I'm like,
0: why did they show up right next to the window of He Who Remains without actually going into Timely's house? That didn't matter. So then they go around the corner. They end up in the Chicago uh, World's Fair. Yep. And there isn't any buildup of when they meet Renslayer. Like they didn't edit back and forth. They didn't create this ballet oh, of yeah. Renslayer's there and and they're there and trying to get to he who remains i just felt like that whole episode for me gives the entire series a thumbs down there was the small spot where they're in
1: victor timely's presentation and they kind of see her. but w- once again like i'm not listening to it with any sort of music so i don't hear any tension build up and uh this this could be like a thumbs down for accessibility things, but like it only gives you certain music cues. It doesn't give you everything. Like sometimes it'll say like music rising tension, all sound like stops, like it'll give you little things like that, but it's not, it's not flowing like when people are speaking. So yeah, maybe I could give that a mid mid thumb if I could once again, but if we're just looking at pure story arc from a directing and editing standpoint,
0: i didn't have a lot of complaints we've got two more here scott let's talk about this show's impact and cultural relevance as as we talk about the overall universe of the mcu this is i think one of the biggest moves we've seen loki isn't necessarily gone if anything loki is indefinite he's everywhere now i want to know the impact that this is going to have on the mcu When we get down the road to Secret Wars, are all of us going to be thinking in the background that Loki could just finish this?
1: The one thing that I really struggled with understanding when this show was over is the sacred timeline's gone. Loki has rebuilt things. Only certain people realize that Loki made this sacrifice. And yes, the question begs the question. Is he? Does he have his hand in the way things are going? Is he like in the comics now, just called the God of Stories, where it's kind of like rumors about him hmm, and the things that happened in the past? But when this show started, he was a variant and he was supposed to be pruned. All of the branches started happening when he showed up and eventually got to a point where they couldn't fix anything. So he had to remove himself from this timeline, whatever we're in. And, and with the way they're going to introduce things with new franchises that we haven't seen yet, Spider-Man and Venom and stuff, and how that's all tying together, I don't know what universe this is. Like, It can go any which way. I don't think we've seen the last of Loki, but we probably m- might not see him again for a really long time old man Loki is probably next. If that's a thing, like (laughs) definitely here for it, but I think they're going to step away and focus on or try to focus on the fantastic four mutants, everything that they can to pick up the pieces from whatever the beginning of this phase was that
0: arguably people are tired of and isn't doing as well. I want to ask he who remains is sitting calmly by has this incredible dialogue, this realization for Loki as he builds the tension up of, how many times have we done this? Where are you at? Oh, you haven't quite figured out how to how to do what I do yet? Only for that to happen? And then Loki surreptitiously moves around him to take the throne. What happened to He Who Remains? Well, since he never got the book...
1: From Ravona or from anybody, he just goes on his normal path of doing what he can with what he has. It looked like he was just you know a kid. I don't know if he was an orphan or not, or if he had a family that supported him. But he was making candles in that scene, and to go from making candles to understanding all of physics, <laughs> like literally all of physics, and creating a time machine, I think he this this is the door that Marvel and Disney might need in order to walk away from the character. They had all these plans. I know Secret Wars is still coming out, but at least he who remains will be gone. His other variants could be filled in by Yahya Abdul-Mateen II, who played young Morpheus in Matrix Resurrection. Yeah. Yep. That's kind of like the rumor that's being floated out there if things don't go well with Jonathan Majors. So that's that's a significant impact right there. Okay. So, what is your rating for this category? Because it's the only Marvel show that has got a second season and one so like vociferously wanted by
0: the fans, I'm giving it a thumbs up. Huge impact. I it did everything that it needed to do. My overall rating for this is a must-watch. You have to go see this. Two thumbs up. I'm parroting Willie because it might
1: be the only show worth watching. If you're tired of Marvel, I get it. There's a lot of things to try and piece together. But if you're a fan of the first Avengers, this immediately picks up after that and spins you into this gorgeous story about a man looking for redemption and not necessarily getting the throne that he originally thought he deserved, but ending up taking the throne that everybody needs and making the ultimate sacrifice, not selfishly, but literally for his friends.
0: Well, we give the show 12 out of 14. Be that as it may, it is not perfect, but damn is it close. Just like this episode.
1: And that's our show. Reviewers, lurkers, thank you so much for hanging out with us today. If you like the show, please tell a friend and please rate and review wherever
0: you lurk. We appreciate your love. So remember, be kind to one another and we'll see you next week.